0: Welcome back to another week of Real True Facts, the Real True Podcast. My name is Luann Platter.
1: And I am Irvin Johnson. Not that one.
0: Not that one. Hi, Irvin.
1: Hello. How are you this week?
0: I'm doing great. Um... I got a, I got a fun one for you today. Uh, we might as well be a Prius, cause today we're talking about human alien hybrids.
1: Oh, I get you it. You get it. Human alien hybrids, mm-hmm. not just the cars. Or yeah. um, I guess I don't. I can't really think. Maybe bees. Bees. Uh- yeah, being the next most uh, mm-hmm. popular hy- uh, hybrid. hybrid. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't have a very long list of hybrids.
0: No, no. So today we're talking about probably the most important one that I can think of, which is the human alien kind.
1: Right. And what excites me about this is it touches so many different parts of um, of uh, alien, um, alien news, whether it's, you know, abductions. You know, sometimes those are, you know, their people are abducted to, you know, put a fetus, an alien fetus in a human, um, you know, uh, aliens being among us, which we've learned before and mm-hmm. interacting with humans here on earth. So I feel like it's just, it's really interesting because it um, has so many touch points within, uh, you know, the, the alien news.
0: Yeah. And it's so interesting to me because I, I, Often wonder about alien abdu- abductions because you know we know they're among us. We know that they are here. They've been here a long time. They go back all to the way to ancient Egypt, maybe even before that. So I always wonder what's still with the abductions. You know what is that for? And then you have instances where people are coming back, and now they are. Pregnant, maybe they have an implant, so maybe, you know, they're working on their own project. But um, today I'll be very fascinated to get into the uh, purpose behind abductions and uh, what we might be able to learn from them and figure out what aliens want with us.
1: Yes, uh, I think, yeah, there's a lot of technology behind this. Um, uh, technology, biology it, uh, So that's why we have a, I guess one of our more science heavy Episodes this week, but that doesn't mean It won't be fun
0: Yeah, we're going to have some fun too And uh, back with us today later in the show Will be Dr. Seymour, he wasn't here last week So we thought we'd have him for the fall Episode because all of you Beautiful listeners deserve all of the Dr. Seymour that you can handle. So he is here with us today talking about alien hybrids. Uh, But first I want to talk about this article that you sent me uh, a few days ago in preparation for this show.
1: Yeah. So this is actually from, uh, you know, again, a reputable source such as ourselves here on real true facts. Um, You may have heard of this one, popular mechanics, um, but archaeologists found a 115,000-year-old footprint. Is that right?
0: Yeah. It was, oh, geez, in- incredibly old. Uh, the most important thing to note about it is that it's. they say it's where it shouldn't be.
1: Yep. I agree 100%. That's what sticks out to me. And this is this happens every once in a while. And so uh, they just kind of go back and rethink all their science and try and re uh, put the puzzle back together with the pieces in a different order when the most obvious answer is staring us all in the face that it's a, a humanoid alien.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, you know, if we look at the, the um, theme of the article, you know, they're saying... These fossilized footprints, I believe, in Saudi Arabia were there uh, showing human traffic on the cusp of the Ice Age. So this was after dinosaurs, and this is uh, the dawn of man here. This is the Ice Age. Um, And they're using carbon dating to calculate the exact age of the fossils, uh, but they were um, surrounded by animals, Uh, So it was humans and animals together. And they're saying these weren't hunted animals. These were maybe uh, pets, maybe companions. Um, The article says that maybe this was where water was, that they would all gather there for water. Um, So if you have human and animal footprints together, to me that just says companionship. So we might be looking at an alien hybrid here, uh especially if it's a bipedal animal too the article doesn't say if it's a quadruped or a biped but you know it could be an alien there but uh, you know they're trying to explain all this stuff it's like the obvious answer usually is the right one and to me that is aliens
1: yeah because they immediately point out that they uh, immediately say that it's a a human footprint and Mm -hmm. um but then uh, uh or after that, it goes to, you know, now we need to rewrite the history on human migration. and um, Like, do we
0: really need to go that far, though, Do we yeah, rewrite the entire history?
1: Exactly. When the easier and most obvious, as you said, answer is that this is, you know, this isn't a traditional human footprint. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense for, you know, humans to pop up out of nowhere here and there all over the earth. Um, that's just not how, how we work. Um, yeah. However, that's, you know, that's, we already know that's a bit of an alien M.O.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially if there aren't any footprints really leading up to that area. It's not like they have found tracks thinking, oh, this is like a common path. Especially if there was water there, wouldn't it be a common path that other um, mammals would have traveled to go to water? So where are the footprints surrounding that area? If we just have human footprints in one isolated area... To me, it sounds like they've been dropped in. Right.
2: Yeah, they've been dropped in from
1: somewhere. Yeah, in one way or another. um, We know that, uh, yeah, aliens have always been uh, uh, far advanced when it comes to technology and transportation. So Mm -hmm. just one of their various ways to just pop in and uh, they sometimes leave a trace. Yeah, pick somebody
0: uh, up and then, you know, take them wherever and then bring them back.
1: Yeah, and... uh, and uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought up this article because it it, it could very well have been uh, a, a human alien hybrid, mm-hmm. uh, which you know <laughs> that's going to be difficult to tell the difference. Yeah, um, but uh, the evidence certainly points to uh, to it being alien life. I, I it's it's pretty blatant.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm interested to get into that. Are there uh, any things interesting you that that we want to make sure to bring up? Like, what is what is your Um, most important thing that you want to get answered today,
1: uh, with Dr. Seymour. Yeah. Um, I think it's maybe the viability of, of humans as incubators. Mm -hmm. It's, I I guess I have two. It's, you know, humans as incubators, not only female, but possibly male Sure. that and, uh, the technology of, um, implants, you know, implants, uh, being used to track or communicate or even control. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, geez, now that I think about it, we could do a whole episode on implants um, and a whole episode on incubation, a whole episode, but that, you know, we need to start somewhere, right?
0: Yeah, we'll start here. You know, we'll just consider this part two in our... Uh, aliens among us series because uh, you know we know that you know every time we talk about aliens we're just scratching the surface We're, you know nothing is ever definitive with that because we just we learn so much all the time and people are discovering so many things so we just try and stay current for everybody here but yeah we'll get into hybrids today uh why don't we take a quick little break and when we come back we will talk to dr seymour
1: We're back after a short break here on Real True Facts, talking about human-alien hybrids. And uh, Luann, before we went to the break, you asked me if I had any um, hot topics uh, to bring up with Dr. Seymour, but we didn't get time for me to throw that back at you. Mm -hmm. So we're about to bring in Dr. Seymour, but is there something that, you know, a a single question or two that you want to make sure we address?
0: Well, I'm kind of a panicky person just by nature. So my ultimate question is if, w- if we have anything to be afraid of. Um, I know when.
1: We're back after a short break here on Real True Facts. This week we are discussing human alien hybrids. Uh, we have Dr. Seymour back this week. We're going to bring him in from his science bunker momentarily. But before we do that, Luann, um, we didn't quite get to this before the break. You asked me if I had any burning questions for Dr. Seymour, and I had, you know, one or two. What about you?
0: Yeah, I want to know if there's anything that we as humans need to be afraid of um, as mm-hmm. as these instances become more uh, frequent and we learn more and uh, I mean if we know that there's alien among aliens among us chances are they know that we know. So are we in danger even talking about this is is it a dangerous thing to you know ponder these things or learn more especially about implants It's like you know I, I'm always just a little panicky about the things that I don't really know about so, I guess my biggest question is, um, are we safe?
1: Mm, Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? Without further ado, why don't you just hack that mainframe and we can bring uh, Dr. Seymour up.
0: Get that mainframe hacked. All right. Let's see. Dr. Seymour, are you here?
1: I am here. Hello, Luann and Irvin. Yeah. Hello. Welcome back. I mean, before we get into alien-human hybrids, I have to ask, what's been going on in the lab? I know you've been super busy.
2: Um, but uh, what have you been up to? Well, we had some a major um, a major breakthrough followed by a couple minor catastrophes. Um, wow! But um, we're kind of we're back on track. Um, it turns out we actually the breakthrough was the start of the catastrophe, and then it wasn't so bad, and, and here we are again. Just with the, the the scientific method, where uh, we're um, we're back at square one, but we're uh, we're approaching it all anew, kind of the, the the way you you don't want to get there. Well, that's how we got there.
0: Wow.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. Last week um, you weren't here. We talked about the Bermuda Triangle, and uh, we spoke with our government contractor. Um, uh, Joe Duke and he was talking about science being used as as weapons and, and then things being developed to be weaponized and you know I I brought up that you know I, whenever you're not around and you're in the lab talking about secret stuff I always fear that things are becoming weaponized that we don't know about so hopefully all of the uh experiments that you're doing um are uh, are not nefarious <laughs>
2: Oh, no, we're we're uh, we're still on the up and up. And I uh, I was checking on the show when I'm not available to uh, to talk. And it was great to hear from uh, from that. But uh, when you there was a it gave me a chuckle knowing knowing, (laughs) although top secret, nothing close to to what the government's trying to pull off or trying to uh, the wool they're trying to pull over our eyes there with uh, with the Bermuda Triangle. going on in my lab yeah
1: I have to say uh, after that episode it felt like uh, Mr. Duke was the, the yin to your yang um You know, all of your experiments are often for the betterment of mankind, uh, moving science and and progress forward. And, you know, he's been involved with the government for so long. It's just kind of uh, a matter of power, leverage, money, control. And uh, yeah, and that uh, we kind of had that. uh, uh, That's my personal vibe. Mm
2: hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So we're happy to have you here today. So uh, our topic today, which we're very happy to get your input on, we know that um, and, and our listeners, too, have been with us since day one. You have very extensive background in a lot of the stuff, especially with uh, biology, anthropology, chemistry, um, you know, general like uh, badassery. So um, we're talking today about alien hybrids. Have you experienced anything like that in your research?
2: Yes, um, yeah, we've we've talked to aliens before, and um, the notion of of the hybrid is is very interesting. I, uh, um, because with so much interaction that that we know, it it hasn't just been a uh, a close encounter here or there. It's been decades, nay, like probably millennia of interaction between us. That in several different ways, there's been kind of, uh, some, some chances for the aliens to, uh, to, I guess, infiltrate the human race in different ways. And yeah, with, with hybrids, with, um, with, uh, obviously just living among us, but also, um, taking on our traits and allowing us to do the same with them. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, that, that's interesting. It sounds like it's it was almost just a, a matter of time for this to happen. And, uh, you know, that there are kind of different kinds of hybrids. Obviously, uh, any kind of similar species that's going to interact with us for millennia, there will be that give and take and that blending. Um, and, you know, possible uh, cross-pollination, if you will, um, you know, which we've actually interestingly enough, I think we've addressed on some of our other, um, you know, episodes, um, uh, with different kind of, uh, cryptids, Mm -hmm. I I believe.
2: Yes, definitely. Like we've talked about the, the different, um, human-like, um, species around earth. And I think, uh, uh, with a lot of those, we think of humans as the the um, superior, the alpha in those circumstances. But really, the. Uh, with with aliens, we're definitely uh, more the experiment than the experimenter, at least in the um, the cases that I've seen.
0: Mm hmm. So in those cases, are we looking at more of. Um maybe alien scientists coming down to perform their own experiments or are we dealing with more of like a you know a teenager sticking his finger in a petri dish kind of thing like is there a purpose to it or is it just sort of haphazard
2: i think um from the the most of the circumstances that i've um been able to to try to Track down. It's it, the the easiest metaphor is kind of a it was a scientist, kind of a Jane Goodall situation, um, trying to to live amongst the humans, learn from them, and in that circumstance, like it it would be one thing to just to to come live here, but it's totally another to allow and to create that hybrid that um, starts to. Um, experience the human life, but understands it in an, in an alien, um, in a more alien way.
1: Okay. Wow. Yeah. Jane Goodall of, of aliens that makes, again, it makes so much more sense than, um, you know, than, uh, than some of the, the wild theories Uh, You know, but some of the wild theories, I I have to wonder, um, you know, when it comes to maybe alien abduction and, you know, picking us up and then folks coming back with uh, uh, either being pregnant with what they think is a human or possibly an alien. And that kind of leads me to one of my uh, questions that I mentioned earlier. How easy is that for, you know, someone or some uh, intelligent being to... Uh, put, put a fetus, or I don't know what an alien fetus would Embryos, be called.
2: Embryos, maybe? Yeah, an
1: embryo into uh, a human female or even human male um, for lack of a better for gestation. Um, how easy is that? I mean, obviously aliens are scientifically advanced, but um, we're pretty close to that, aren't we?
2: Yes. Um, it, it, it's not too different, at least when we're talking about the human female um from a a test tube baby if you will and we've been doing that for for decades here um with with human babies so with the the far advanced technology of the aliens um being able to to accomplish that to accomplish that with minimal invasiveness minimal memory of the host mother is a very um very simple thing to do. It does become trickier with, with males, um, but mostly only the trickiness is limited to what we define as, let's say, an alien, a human, and birth, if you will. Oh. A, 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 if, um, if if the male is the host, we're not going to um, to see the birth of the offspring in the same way that we would observe a a, a a baby being born from a woman.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, right. So, in that case, if it were a male, maybe they would come back down. You know, that's why some people have been abducted more than once. Uh, you know, yeah. males, yeah. right? Yeah, male, you have to come back down and take it out. Yeah. Whereas a female, you could probably just let it, you know, pop out here on earth. Yeah.
0: Well, it, it yeah. makes me think that um, there are enough similarities between their biology and ours for it to be uh, a viable pregnancy in a female. But now we're looking at something that is completely different, that they're able to use even a male body as this incubator uh, host body maybe. I mean, we see this in movies all the time where it's like, oh, you it needs a host, it needs a host. It's like, well, I guess there's some truth into that, but maybe it's not as violent as uh, as as the media would have us believe
2: yes and um with some of this and i think it's it's a matter of comfort and it, it even is to myself in many ways we we like to imagine aliens as as very humanoid and and um countless data points that so many are but um are just like there's a whole variety of life here on earth there's an even bigger variety in space and and some of those aliens are not humanoid at all so the birth wouldn't be there excuse me the fetus the baby and even the full-grown alien um would have a lot of different traits and the the host father it may not you know be a, a growing in the in a sexual organ and a need for a birth it could be living in another part of the body and and come out um to put it politely another way after a much shorter incubation period
0: well i think about how we have organisms and i'll use the word that i learned uh from you many episodes ago uh biomes we have organisms that live on our body we've got mites we've got these little uh um Bugs that live in our eyelashes um, You know, that's a thing so it's like I guess in order to Be a carrier of life. You wouldn't necessarily have to uh, birth it in the traditional sense
2: Yes, very true any it's it, it once again, it's not something we would maybe consider a hybrid because it's a a, an equal mix of two things but if the the alien um needed a temporary host a way to travel here a way to become acclimated to to the earth and did so in a in the in a male human being and then um was uh once it became mature left that human's body from the most convenient um route that was uh w- w- was a way out of the body that maybe the host hmm. didn't know sure didn't notice specifically then we yeah. would uh we would still although very different we might consider that a, a the the father and uh still a an interesting sort of hybrid
1: Hmm. yeah and i you know what i think this conversation actually answers Uh, A large part of my other question, which was um, these implants, um, because I just kind of put myself in the alien shoes. If I, you know, came down and, um, you know, put one of my embryo or fetus or another living organism, I'd want to keep track of that, whether it's monitoring the health or just location. I, you know, I'd put a small tracking yeah. device in there. So that doesn't even seem strange now that I now that uh, I think about it from, you know, another being's point of you,
0: view. I mean, think about think about how we um, interact with um, dolphins and, uh, mm. you know, at a marine biology center. You know, those dolphins, other animals, they have tags. And they have trackers, you know, so they are free to come and go uh, as they please if it's a, a very large facility. Um, but the scientists are always able to keep track of them to monitor their health. Uh, if they're sick, they can bring them back in. Um, you know, they can rehabilitate them to put them back in the wild. So it just, you know, when, when you just say it straight out like, oh, aliens are putting implants in us, it's like that sounds very scary but when you think about it, in the terms of like the the people with implants might actually be hybrids they might be hybrids themselves and and not know or maybe they gave birth to a hybrid it's like they're being monitored maybe for health purposes
1: yeah and we just i mean you know like like dolphins we just have a little bit larger uh, uh cage ours is you know the entire earth it's yeah. large to us but maybe to these other beings it's You know, they, uh, some of them probably feel sorry for us.
0: Yeah, like all this tiny planet they live on. Oh, they need some help.
1: Yeah, well, we're zapping all over the galaxies (laughs) and universe. Yeah, exactly. Wow.
0: Maybe they feel bad for us.
1: I imagine some of them do. I, uh, again, putting myself in their shoes, I'd have to feel sorry (laughs) for us uh, at, at times. Yeah. Um... And on that note, why don't we take a quick break and uh, come right back and and, uh, get down and dirty with Alien Hybrids.
0: Sounds good. Welcome back from a short break on Real True Facts. We are here today with Dr. Seymour talking about alien hybrids. Uh, great stuff in the first segment. I feel like a lot of my questions and, and definitely a lot of my fears have been put to rest. A lot of my questions have been answered. So I'm actually very excited to get into this uh, second round of, of questioning here.
1: Yeah, I I have to ask. So you uh, mentioned earlier, Luann, that you're, you know, you were worried. Yeah. And um, I kind of took us on a different track with the the abduction and implant stuff. But I want to maybe take a step back and go back to, um, you know, Aliens Among Us for so many years, maybe creating uh, hybrids in a more traditional way. Yeah. you know uh, we've as i said we've discussed this before where another being would have intercourse with a human and the offspring would be something entirely new right
0: yeah i mean i've seen so many movies where this happens and the results are disastrous and so i guess my my next um Question will probably be like And we we ask this a lot on the show It's like who's getting it right You know I, I think maybe Hollywood Is making me afraid of something That I don't necessarily need to be afraid of
1: Yeah I, I, I mean I, I guess what's interest, What would be interesting about a movie Where everything just went Went well yeah. You know, uh, an alien and human, and then their offspring, and everything turned out okay. You have to have some sort of conflict. Um, yeah. You know, that's why we see disaster movies or, you know, superhero movies. They're always fighting something. Um, and, uh, I think I would hope that that's, you know, that would be the exception when we see a movie, um, what I can't even think of any TV shows or movies, but I'm, I'm not that well versed. I
0: mean, I mean, we've got obviously the classic alien and aliens, I think in in aliens, uh, Ripley is pregnant in that one. And then we've got the, the face huggers. And they need a host body, and they, okay. they they kill the host body. And then um when I thought hybrid, I thought of this uh, terrible movie that I saw so many years ago. I only saw it once cause it was so bad. but it was um it was called Splice. And I think it was I think Adrian Brody was in it, and he played a, like a rogue scientist, so always like a rogue scientist, you know. and uh, there was a a human alien hybrid that in the beginning seemed very um gentle and sweet almost very like like a toddler and then as it aged it became very aggressive and they couldn't control it and um and and it it, uh destroyed everything and you know had all all these terrible you know had like a blade at the end of its tail and it would just stab everybody it was like it was was (laughs) awful so that's like that that's that's where my education of these things is coming from
1: That's interesting, because for some reason, I immediately thought of romantic entanglements, uh, but I couldn't think of aliens, so I just kept thinking of Terminator (laughs) 1 and 2, a lady falling in love with a robot, and then maybe creating a hybrid there, but obviously that's... uh, I mean, that's another
0: thing. (laughs)
1: Yeah, those are a little bit old-school robots, and that might not work as well. As well, But that kind of brings up the whole uh, ancestry, DNA kind of question, and I have to ask Dr. Seymour, um, you know, this is... I think it's pretty popular right now. People doing those DNA kits mm. and background things. Um, you know, are have you encountered any DNA work in 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 all of your studies that um, would would show if someone had, uh, you know, a, a relative uh, in the past that was not human, or you know, uh, and maybe even uh, of alien origin. Oh, that
2: that that is a great question because. Um... As you said, it's such a a popular question now. You can even, uh, you know, for forty nine ninety nine, send your dog's hair in and find uh, find out their genealogy or, or whatever whatever we're doing now. But that's it's been a it's been something we've been chasing and just haven't quite gotten there yet. We're not sure if um, there's been some intentional kind of ducking of the um, the DNA tests by those of alien um origin and alien descent or if there is just so much crossover within the way that they are able to maybe take the more humanoid form that that we don't notice it It, it's um it's a big challenge I mean when we're looking from a DNA sense we're I forget the numbers exactly, but you know, 99.9% the same as an orangutan and maybe Mm -hmm. 97% the same DNA as a banana. So when you're looking for that last few percent, we might expect an alien to stick out like a sore thumb, but either by Um. chance or by alien intent, it, it hasn't shown itself yet.
1: Yeah, because the numbers that we're dealing with are just so high, and I, yeah, what what are we looking for? It's hard to find something if you don't know what you're looking for.
0: Yeah, I, I think that um, I think that might be intentional on their part because I think if you have someone that sticks out or they're too um, they're too remarkable, I think that they get a lot of attention. You know that you know, and then you have peak athletes like, uh, you know, Michael Phelps and setting records or you have, you know, musicians like David Bowie or Prince or just people that are just so remarkable. You think, how are you human? And it's like, well, those people just may not have been. They may have been a hybrid.
1: Yeah, and to what, and to multiple different percentages, right? They Mm -hmm. may be half, you know, just one in one. Their parent was uh, off off planet, but it could just we know they've been around for so long. It could be you know one one hundred and sixty fourth or whatever. You know, my multiples of uh, aren't aren't that great when it comes to genealogy or just math in general. Yeah.
2: Yes, um, one of the classic ones that we we've have so much reason to believe and when you say like dna we've been doing so much there's been so much testing with this but it's kind of um turned into its own controversy there was uh lance armstrong and his performance with uh the the bicycling there and so much also there's just so much controversy around that with Mm -hmm. his um performance and then um the Accusations of performance enhancing, and the blood samples just aren't matching up, and then the cancer, and I think I I would be shocked if there isn't at least a one-fourth hybrid going on there, Mm -hmm. and the whole some
0: some kind of mutation.
2: Cheryl Crow circumstance there, him, that whole breakup, trying to some some higher power trying to get him back out of the limelight or out of uh, yes favor.
1: Sheryl Crow, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm, because who else has that kind of performance, recovers so easily Mm -hmm. from cancer, you know, and even, uh, yeah, that, I think that's a great example because it's not only high performance and, you know, limelight and celebrity, but, Yeah. yeah, there are a lot of blood tests that just, things don't match up, and they can't, you know, they can't just say, oh. Well, this DNA isn't lining up because yeah. he's an alien human hybrid. We just have to throw out other excuses that don't sure. line up.
0: And then you know, you look at the uh, with the media reports, and it's like, okay, well, he has said he didn't use performance enhancing drugs. The drug test came back, uh, you know, positive, but he's denying it. It's like it would be it would be so hard, especially if you weren't using stuff like that to say well of course it's going to come back positive because my blood isn't completely human
1: right so maybe and in the
0: instance of other people you know allegedly using performance enhancing drugs if that comes back from a blood test or a urine test and they hadn't been you know that may even be news to them they may not even know that they're a hybrid but you get a positive test even when you haven't been using that stuff that's going to be uh, quite the shock
1: Yes, and then as Dr. Seymour mentioned, there uh, all these uh, external influences. Um, you know, these uh, uh, whether it's other beings here among us, or they came back down. Uh, you know, one of their their best specimens and said, "Hey, we need you to say." Or uh, you know what? I, they probably don't even have to use words to convince him. I'm sure they have other methods at this yeah, point. Yeah, he probably
0: has an implant that they send Morse code down through, and then he knows what to say.
1: Yeah, change his story. Why else are you going to change your story? Deny and then change and then, you know, get mm-hmm. married to famous people. It's just a lot of it doesn't add up. Yeah. Until. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, that's what I love about real true facts is these revelations oh, where yeah, everything yeah. falls into place. It's just,
0: it makes so much sense now.
1: And it yeah, it that's one thing we, we do so well. Yeah. Um, so we know there are different kinds of alien hybrids, and we know they're among us, they're not among us, and I think that's that's what we learn every week. And I think that also lends itself to, uh, are they going to hurt us? Are they going to help us? Uh, just a matter of uh, good and evil, there are probably, there are good ones and there are bad ones, right? Just like bigfoot and you know all these other creatures out there some of them do want to hurt us yeah. but some of them want to help us yeah. it's not just black and white aliens are bad don't
0: know. No. i mean aliens just, are good especially if they're hybrids you know humans we know that there's a lot of gray area with us there's good ones and there's bad ones so you know logically speaking the hybrids would be the exact same way uh i'd like to ask dr seymour um have have you worked directly with any hybrids that you know of?
2: I have not um, worked with any that I know of. And obviously that that last qualifier is is a very important one there. Um, it, it's as we said, like some may not know it themselves. Um, and maybe some who are aware of it themselves are intentionally hiding it for um, their own protection, for the protection of whatever they're trying to accomplish, um, for advantage, as we uh, we understand that they would have some either physical, mental, um, um, or social other advantages. So to, to play that close to the vest and um, just to seem better than others would be um definitely something to keep secret so it 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 would be shocking if there wasn't um mm, yeah hybrids high up in the scientific community but it's so hard to distinguish mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's kind of my next question, but it, it's so difficult. You know, my my thought is, well, is there anything, are there any indicators? But yeah. what, you know, what does that mean? How is there any know? indicator of someone not being all human? That's so difficult. You know, we we had some kind of big picture or, you know, some stuff that made sense with Lance, Lance Armstrong. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, um, you know, I, I guess it would be kind of physical, mental performance, uh, you know. Talent. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. uh, Appearance, definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh, And as we we know, uh, the better looking you are. So if your appearance is better, you are inherently more trustworthy. Trustworthy. Right. So it just all adds up, um, you know, and and, uh, they are among us. And we're just this is early, you know, we're we're just starting to understand them. And and uh, I think we have a ways to go.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I can easily see why aliens, especially alien scientists or, you know, the the Jane Goodall type aliens would want to come down and study us. Um, and, uh, you know, the hybrids might be an attempt to make us better. Maybe they're studying us. They see all of these weaknesses that we have, you know, nearsightedness. We're we're slow. We're sluggish. So, you know, they do a hybrid. And so they've made some of us really fast or they you know we have really good eyesight i think about all these athletes that are just so strong and fast it's like this could be an attempt for you know aliens to approve upon um, some kind of biological design that they find inferior
1: yeah really push the limits i think
0: so the question that we ask very frequently on this show uh, is sort of a tradition now is, is sort of our, our last question um, of the interview is uh, is uh, what do we do if we encounter an alien hybrid and in the sense of maybe um, you know being, being an incubator for maybe she's an alien fetus or something like that it's like how do you Protect yourself from yourself
2: so if one finds themselves as or believes themselves to be a host maybe um, through an abduction mm-hmm. um, scenario, probably the safest thing to do is to um, to to carry forward and um, do their best to uh, birth the the alien the hybrid um because uh although we have said countless times that um in most circumstances aliens mean us no harm and so much of our discussion has been centered around that even in in this episode um if a being has the ability to adopt abduct, abduct you and impregnate you however that that happens um and you try to do something about it i would uh i would hesitate to believe that um you as the host is in control of that circumstance Mm -hmm. but what you do need to know is it's been happening for generations and Ah. only for the better based upon our knowledge Yeah, yeah every now and then you might get an ugly baby but um maybe that ugly baby is going to um it's going to be a really fast biker i don't know
0: I mean, yeah, I think everyone wants their child to be gifted. I, th- I think in that, in that, uh, in that case, that's just been happening forever. And when when people have kids and they're really proud of them and they put the bumper stickers on their cars, it's like you see these instances of remarkable children. It's like, well, newsflash, it's probably an alien hybrid. So I guess yeah, you'd be proud. Be be proud of that fact.
1: Yeah, and just don't have fear because I was, you know, uh, with with my background, I don't have the same scientific and medical background that Dr. Seymour does, so my immediate thought process was seek a medical professional, yeah. but you know what? Now that I think it through, if I did that, who knows where I would end up, you know, in some lab or, so. you know, the government would take me, you know, I'd end up in Mr. Duke's uh, control. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to agree with uh, Dr. Seymour's, um, you know, uh, uh, cautionary advice or self-defense against oneself in this case. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of feel better about it. Uh, you know, I started in the show kind of afraid because here I am thinking of, you know, these images I've seen in movies, but I didn't stop to think of the, uh, the positive Things that have come from it, and the wonderful musicians and artists yeah. and athletes that we have that have contributed so much to our society and have enriched our lives in that way, that they themselves may may be hybrids.
1: Yeah, and just because you know we've seen uh, the Fast and Furious one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, you're not going to stop driving a car,
0: right? If anything, I want to drive more cars and cooler cars. You know, you want to emulate exactly.
1: that stuff. So. Yeah, so there, you know, there are gonna be car accidents, but there are also gonna be good things, you know. Yeah,
0: that makes me feel good about about it all. Except maybe the implant thing. I, I don't know about that. Still, <laughs> so I'm on the fence about the implant. But if uh, if it's not giving anybody any issues, we don't. We probably don't even know it's there. So, I guess there's no no reason to worry.
1: Yep. And I just want to thank you again, Doctor Seymour, uh, for. Um, uh, being able to join us with your busy schedule there in the lab uh, so uh, thanks again for joining us this week
2: yes always a pleasure it was a great conversation and um, definitely happy to get the all the information out there and...
0: yeah I mean that's the biggest thing we're, we're here to provide our public service and get those real true facts out there for you listeners so uh, thank you again to Dr. Seymour I'm going to send him to back down to the science bunker thank you And uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll open up our Real True Facts mailbag. Welcome back from our final break on Real True Facts. Uh, Let's go ahead and open up our mailbag today.
1: Yes, I actually, uh, there was one particular letter that stuck out to me. Mm -hmm. So I want to address this from Roger S., um, you guys normally cover the weirder monsters. Mm. It's, it, I don't know how I get these handwritten notes yeah, uh, yeah. to oh, my bunker. Oh, it was
0: mailed. Yeah. So yeah,
1: that's why I have trouble reading oh, the okay. handwritten. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you guys normally cover the, the weirder monsters. Why don't you talk about some of the more traditional ones? Okay. You okay. guys cover some of the, the weirder, weirder. The weirder. Weirder. I, I think that's what that word is. Weirder, weirder monsters. And that's uh, and I I don't know about using the term monster. That's a bit monster. Yeah, just uh, for him to call all these things monsters. I I don't know. Maybe that's not fair to them. But it does make me. uh, It does inspire me uh, to possibly do um, cover some of those traditional. um, I guess they're they're cryptids in this case. Yeah, Uh, they they
0: are they are traditional. I mean, maybe he's just saying like you know maybe Loch Ness is not traditionally maybe like uh you know we brought up vampires before i think during um the uh uh, one of the episodes we brought up frankenstein's monster for the oh for the um artificial intelligence so you know that could be it um you know this this is giving me an idea um october is right around the corner and and that means halloween so why don't we do uh, a monster mash how about uh, yeah. for the month of October, we will do an uh, a episode each week about one of our classic monsters and, and do a, a fun monster mash. It'll be a graveyard smash.
1: Yeah, um, because, I, yeah, as we've mentioned so many times before, you uh, these stories don't stick around for... Uh, This long without having some truth to them Mm -hmm. and uh, and maybe even for the last one or for one of them We could do a a poll on Instagram or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, So we'll we'll pose the question to you I mean, we've got a lot of classic monsters that we can talk about and I think we probably have a a good idea where we want to go but uh, Listeners if there's any monster that you want us to cover for the October Monster Mash The Halloween Monster Mash. Um, Let us know. Hit us up on Instagram. Um, I'll pose a question to our Instagram stories. If you follow us there, you can do that uh, at RealTrueFactsGram. And uh, we'll put a little poll up if there's uh, any monsters that you'd like to vote on. Or if there's any ideas, message us. uh, Vote in the poll. We'll put that up next week um leading up to the episode so we'll be able to figure that out but uh if you have any other questions if you want to talk to us about uh the monster mash you can or share your stories. yeah oh share your stories too we'll read your stories on the air too you know everyone loves a good ghost story especially during halloween so you can send us an email at uh, mail at dot com, and uh, and we'll, we'll get that directly
1: Yep, and uh, remember to listen to us on just about every platform out there, from Spotify to iTunes to Google Podcasts, to e- even to YouTube. Um, and I'll put that challenge out there. No one has uh, has bested us yet uh, in naming a platform we are not currently mm-hmm. on that yeah. you use to listen to podcasts.
0: Yeah, we are literally everywhere. <laughs> So I think that'll do it for us. Uh, Tune in next week. We'll start our monster mash. That'll be a whole lot of fun. Uh, You know, we get kind of serious on the show. But uh, month of October, you know, Halloween's my favorite time of year. So let's get spooky. Let's have some fun, eat some candy, and talk about monsters. So uh, thank you again to Dr. Seymour. Thank you uh, to my charming co-host. And thank you again to the listeners. Again, uh, email us at uh, mail at realtruefactspodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at real realtruefactsgram. And uh, we will see you next time. And, you know, remember, keep questioning your world. Because just because you hear about it or read about it doesn't mean it's true. We'll see you next time.